As a fine artist and creative person, you know that when you get sick or things happen most unexpectedly, that you need to be prepared. Today, on episode 122 of the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, we're going to delve headfirst into unexpected things that happen, what you need to do, and how to be prepared. Get a cup of tea, sit down, relax, and let's do this. Welcome to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, the podcast to inspire you and bring you the kickstart you need to crush it in the art industry. We'll bring you creative insights, inspiring interviews, and valuable resources, art marketing, along with decades of experience to provide you the strategic approach to unleash your creative talents and rock your inner entrepreneur. Now, your creatively energetic host, Sonia Paz. Greetings, friends and listeners. This is Sonia Paz, your host and creator of the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, and welcome to episode 122, and happy February to everyone. I do apologize for not having a podcast episode last week. I ended up in the hospital and had to have emergency surgery. So needless to say, my whole schedule and everything for this podcast got shifted out. And today I am finally feeling well enough to to do this podcast and to give you a little recap of what happened. And of course, as an artist, I always find inspiration on things that happened to me personally and experiences and adventures and especially life-changing type things. This would definitely rank up as one of those things. A couple of weeks ago, I wasn't feeling well, and I thought, actually, that I was having a heart attack. Thankfully, that was not the case, but it ended up being that I had an inflamed gallbladder, and they had to do a emergency surgery to remove it, and... So all of you listeners out there who know me really well will know that this is not the type of thing that I count on when... I have such a busy schedule. I had a overnight stay in the hospital. They performed the surgery and I was able to go home later. I mean, we're talking much later in the evening and came home to chill and relax. And um, I had an overwhelming amount of amazing support. My neighbors and friends, my mom and dad and my kids, everybody was really worried and because they know me. They know that I am not going to sit here and just lay down and do nothing, that I have to be up doing something, whether it's checking email or maybe finalizing a design or drafting out the concept to a new painting or whatever. I am not the kind of person who sits still, but I was under strict, not only doctor's orders, but strict family and friends orders and people calling my husband telling them, you got to make sure that Sonia is not up running around doing things because we know how she rolls. (laughs) So day three into it, I thought, well, I'm feeling okay. Of course, mind you, I'm on painkillers. I'm feeling okay. And I'm thinking, all right, well, this isn't too bad. So I sat in front of the computer for about two and a half hours, checking email, getting caught up, responding to stuff, and then thought, well, maybe I'll just work on updating the site a little bit. Well, all of a sudden it hit me that I was not feeling well. I overdid it and literally crawled into bed and napped for the next couple of days. 
it does take a toll on you when you have things that do hit you unexpected. But the lesson that I learned, especially, thank goodness to Amazon Prime Video and to Netflix, that you can get caught up on a lot of really cool shows and discover a whole lot of new cool documentaries while being under the weather and having to bunker down and not really go anywhere. The other part that was actually easier to make it so that I wouldn't leave the house is that we had some really stormy weather here in Northern California. And I don't want to say, you know, thank God for storms, but thank God for storms. Because that kept me in the house. That kept me from wanting to feel as though I wanted to take the dog for a walk or I wanted to go out and start working or doing things. So I literally was at home for eight days. I hadn't left the house until yesterday and really wasn't doing a lot of work. Just, you know, checking some emails from my phone, doing some very, very light things, nothing really interesting. But the fact was, is that I really understand now why they say you need to really chill out during these kind of things. Or even if you're sick, you have the flu. If you've got more serious chronic conditions, or if you have broken bones or whatever, when they say your body needs to rest because it needs to recover, that is so true. Unfortunately, ended up going onto YouTube wanting to see exactly what gallbladder surgery was in detail and what kind of things that happened during the surgeries and what how the surgeries performed. And of course, that video led into another video, which led into another video of looking at way too many gallbladders. And I realized, eesh, yeah. This is pretty gross. I mean, if you're watching any kind of surgeries over and over on on TV or on YouTube, you can really realize that, yeah, you can sort of overdose on uh, too much watching of YouTube surgeries. But I did understand why it is that your body needs to sort of take it down a few levels, get yourself really acclimated, let yourself heal. Your body, when it's generating energy for other things like walking around or even doing anything like surfing the internet, your body's not focusing on the actual portion of yourself that it needs to heal. So it definitely needs a lot of rest and your brain needs a lot of rest because if you've been under major anesthesia, then you know that these things really fog up your brain for several days and medications do things to your digestive system and just a whole bunch of things that happen to yourself that can really, really hinder your progress in healing. So I basically just wanted to touch base, let you know that I apologize for not having a podcast last week. I really, I really thought I was going to do it. I thought I was going to sneak up to my office, close the door, take advantage of the fact that Mark went out for some errands for me and I was going to squeeze in a podcast, but I know that I would have been busted big time. I would have been busted because of the listeners. I would have been busted from family. I would have been busted from friends who said, what are you doing, doing a podcast? We know you're not supposed to be doing that because you're talking about being sick and here you are doing a podcast. So I would have gotten my hand slapped more than once. So don't like having my hand slapped. So I decided to chill out. One of the reasons I wanted to do the podcast today instead of not do it again for another week was to just give you an update of what was going on. Many, many thanks and huge 
appreciation to everyone who sent me notes, sent me text, <laughs> called me on the phone. That to me was actually, it was very touching. It was super touching because I, you know, I just think that I just do what I do and nobody really pays attention. And to find out that people really care and that they want you to get better to do what it is that you do best. And in my case, it's just, you know, it's creating, it's uh, volunteering, it's helping friends, it's doing this podcast for folks like yourself. Um, I work with many, many people in small businesses to help them brand. So, you know, there's a lot of things that I do that I extend myself to. And sometimes I I do it just because I care about the person and their business. And other times I just do things because I, like thing, I, I like to give. So the fact that people had given back and dropped off homemade soup and homemade cookies and all that was truly amazing. And I am forever grateful to everyone. If you are an artist, a creative person, business person, entrepreneur, or whatever, even if you feel the cold coming on, don't think you're going to muddle through it. And don't go to work sick. Don't meet with other people if you are sick. You know, I know gallbladder surgery is not contagious, but if you are in a predicament to where your income relies on your livelihood and you work and what you, you know, time is money, then you're going to find that if you're, if you're out for a duration that's going to take you out for longer than what your actual solution would be to stay home and get better, stay home and get better. Don't spread the, don't spread the love that way. Make sure that you take care of yourself. If you're encountering other health issues and your doctor's telling you to relax and, and to, you know, take things slowly, listen. They are telling you that not because they benefit from anything. They're telling that because they want you to benefit from the healing. And all of that is good. I think I've mentioned on several podcasts that I don't meditate very much. I don't really do much breathing. I am too high strung for yoga, but I will say that during this whole process, just breathing in and breathing out, and I learned this little cool technique that you, it's called smell the roses, blow out the candle. So you inhale through your nose, you exhale through your mouth. And for the amount of pain that I was in for the first three or four days, that is really what helped me out. So I have a really strange feeling that this has sort of been a lesson for me for so many things. And this has been a way for myself, my body and my little universe and where I live to say, Sonia, slow down. So I'm not going to go too much longer talking today. I just wanted to reach out, say happy February, take care of yourself, be healthy, be happy, be thankful. I am very thankful. And to breathe in, breathe out, and take a few moments to collect yourself and have a really good day. I want you to be creative. If you are end up sick like this and you end up finding a creative outlet in the inspiration of the situation, then you are on the right track because you're thinking of it. Maybe you can jot it down and uh, get those ideas on paper when you're feeling better. That's what I did. And um, I even created this little thing on my iPad, a little uh, color swatch of the bruises that I was, that I had encountered. When you end up with getting your gallbladder out, they usually do a laparoscopy type surgery where they do three incisions and then they do the operation without having to cut a giant six inch uh, incision into the side of your abdomen. But but regardless, whether it was a, an incision or if it was a laparoscopic procedure, you're still going to get lots of bruising and stuff. And I, bruises on my arm, that could have been just me just 
not being careful when I first entered the ER, who knows. But then I had the bruises on my abdomen from the surgery and the colors that I did were quite interesting. I found that there's that beautiful hue of the red and the blue and the purple. There's the black and the sort of the greenish tinge and the little yellow that you get from the healing of your circulation starting to meld all those, mend all those parts together. I don't know the terminology, but you know what I'm talking about. So I created a thing called progression of a bruise and that ended up being something that I posted on, I think it was Instagram or Facebook or something, but I'll post it here in the show notes as well. But that was just me documenting the colors. And I did that from my iPad. So it wasn't out mixing paint or anything like that, but I felt inspired by the colors. And it's certainly something that I will revisit and uh, work on in the near future. That is the wrap today, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to me just go on and on about this thing. This is the first time I really uh, chatted about this encounter. I don't really ever get sick often, hardly ever. So this one really zapped me out for a loop. But um, like I said, there's a reason why these things happen. And I'm glad it was early in the year so I can focus on the rest of the year just being healthy, eating better. I don't eat a lot of really bad food. I don't really hardly I think the only fast food I go to would be In-N-Out Burger, but I I don't eat fast food. And so the cause of this gallbladder thing wasn't because, you know, I eat a cheeseburger every day. However, I did have a family friend say that uh, the reason that this happened was because I eat too much bread, which I will beg to differ and I will substantiate my claim of that's completely false. So... If you think that there's some truth to that, write me and let me know because I'd love to know. I'm really trying to get my health in order and eat better. I eat good anyway. I don't usually eat a lot of food with preservatives. In fact, I can't. I don't drink that often because I really can't. I'm a lightweight. So I do eat meat. I do eat. I love cookies. I love sugar. You know, I know that there's a lot of controversy about all that, but I think the reason that this I had this gallbladder attack was just because things get inflamed, stuff happens. I know people who are on strict eating regiments and who are vegans and are and some people who are carnivores. So everyone has had this type of surgery. It's not isolated to if you had a you know grain of sugar once or twice in your life or if you eat cookies every day. So. It is what it is. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not saying anything about that. I just know for me that it's just something that happened. It happens to the best of us. So you all have a great rest of the week. I will check in again with you next week for episode 123 and we'll go from there. Have a good one, everyone, and take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast today. I am Sonia Paz, your host and creator of this podcast, and the purpose of this show is to bring you my experience and expertise on how to run your own creative artistic business. I have been creating art a long time, and through all this time, I have developed my own retail line of products that I have sold through my retail gallery, my website, and through specialty retailers and galleries throughout the U.S. I developed this podcast to help you, the creative entrepreneur and small business person that you are, so you can be confident and successful with your business. There are dozens of helpful episodes with amazing free advice, 
interviews with savvy business professionals so you can learn and experience from their voices of wisdom as well. Be sure to look for me on facebook.com slash rockstarmentor, twitter.com crushitmentor, and instagram.com rockstarmentor. You can also reach out directly to me at mentor at rockstarmentor.com. And if you're looking to learn how to expand your business, please visit rockstarmentor.com. I have a ton of great resources and all of the show notes for every episode is in the blog section of the website. If you love the podcast but feel that you need some more one-on-one coaching, connect with me. You can reach me directly at mentor at rockstarmentor.com. I answer each and every email and I want to make sure that I can get you on the right track. If you'd like to support the show, you can do that in a couple of ways. You can visit patreon.com slash rockstarmentor and donate as little as $1 a month. It just helps with some of the logistics on getting this podcast out to you for free. And if you really like the show and want to give us some serious podcast love, you can make a one-time donation by visiting paypal.me slash Paz. Be sure to subscribe and tune in each week to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast by visiting our website. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, or however you listen to your podcast. You can even listen to our podcast direct from our website. If you like the podcast and get value from it, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. This also helps us gain more traction and lets other creative folks and entrepreneurs like yourself discover the Rockstar Mentor. Plus, it's always super cool to give great reviews. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and we look forward to talking to you later.